From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 85 for March 31st, 2014. I'm Susan Spraker. And I'm Matt Beckwith. And I'm Rod Villa Gomez. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. And if this is your first time listening to the show, thanks for checking us out. On this week's episode, we turn the tables and talk to our very own Matt Beckwith about Earth Day. That's right. Matt sits on the other side this time. Are you scared, Matt? <laughs> Surprisingly a little nervous. Don't yeah. be afraid. It's okay. <laughs> we will do our best Barbara Walters and keep you from crying. That's that's yeah. There's no crying in podcast. Yeah. <laughs> As many of you already know, or maybe not, but you are being told now, Earth Day is coming up on April the 6th. Always a huge festival, always a lot of fun, and so much goes into the planning of Earth Day, and there are a lot of people that are responsible for it. One of them is Christy Kelly, who has been with the uh, Earth Day Festival for a while, and she right now is on the Earth Day Committee, and is going to tell us a little bit about the history of Earth Day and how it all got started. So we'll listen to Christy tell us a little bit about uh, Earth Day. Christy Kelly. I'm currently the co-chair of the Peace and Justice Network of San Joaquin County and um, a member of the Earth Day Committee. The Earth Day started um, back in 1989 when the Peace and Justice Network was um, looking for a venue or a celebration to have in the spring for the community. And at that point, uh, environmental issues and conservation was not a, a wide discussion being had by anywhere, but it was something that the Peace and Justice Network, who values the importance of taking care of the earth, felt like that that was a good venue to bring to to our community. So we started in 1989 in Oak Park, a very small gathering of um, liberal, left-wing, off-the-grid kind of people who celebrated that, and we grew. We went to Martin Luther King Square, one year we were at UOP South Lawn. We went to Weber Point, and as every time we moved, the the celebration grew and grew. More of the community became um, aware of it. We've been in Victory Park since 2004, and in the early years, there weren't that many people, but there were enough two to three hundred, four hundred, and now we think we're seeing up to ten thousand people during that one Earth Day celebration. Um, The Peace and Justice Network has always felt that this needed to be an educational, child-centered, family-based celebration. It's always free, and it's always educational. Every booth is chosen 
with the eye that it can provide some kind of education for the family about how to take care of the earth. Part of our mission statement for peace and justice is um, that the earth's resources are shared responsibly for the well-being of all her inhabitants and for all future generations. Earth Day started out as a smallish event, but Christy Kelly's going to tell us a little bit about how it grew to be the bigger event that it is now. Um, starting out from Peace and Justice, we began to make partnerships with um, local organizations, and most importantly, the city jumped on board. And through very forward-thinking mayors and city councils, we got the buy-in from the city, and they've taken responsibility for a large part of this bringing in more community partners and individuals who have taken the time every midwinter through the spring to plan and then present this incredible fair. Throughout the day, there's music from local bands. We've had speakers, dance troops, local music, and great food. All our vendors from the very beginning had to serve vegetarian food. The message there is eat um, lower on the food chain. So everything we do at Earth Day has a purpose. All the vendors now are required to have compostable, recyclable um, garbage. Nothing gets, no, well, hopefully nothing gets thrown away. We're trying to make it uh, as least, less an impact on the earth as we possibly can. Ryan Camaro joins us to talk a little bit about what we can expect at this year's Earth Day Festival in terms of art activities and new exhibits. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Ryan Camaro. I am an artist, community organizer, and currently I am Center of Activities at uh, San Joaquin Delta College for their Associated Student Body Government. Well, for the 26th annual Earth Day Festival, we have a lot of different things planned out. Um, four different artists are going to be painting on four by four whiteboards. Um, they were going to be painting uh, portraits of native species of the Delta. Um, and also, additionally, um, I am very proud to say that we are bringing a arts activist scroll. Um, it's a project by New York-based artist Rachel Shragis. Um, her project is entitled It's the Same Thing, and it is an interactive piece that um, is kind of like a moving story about um, current social and environmental struggles throughout the country. And um, it's a very inspiring piece, so I'm excited to have it um, for this festival. Uh, additionally, too, we are going to be bringing a, um, a tunnel mock-up um, of what the peripheral tunnel is currently um, with the Delta, what how big it is in comparison to... Um, just, just to, to give people an idea of like how big a tunnel is, and um, that will also be part of the arts activities as well. In terms of kids' activities that we're having this year, we're going to be having uh, face painting um, by uh, another group that um, we're partnering with for the arts activities, and then also, additionally, we're going to be a there's going to be a large collaborative piece uh, being done by uh, Delta Fusion. Um, they're doing a piece that's open to the public to contribute to, and it's a large, um, it's a large string-based piece. And um, additionally, with that, we're just we're just trying to basically have a bunch of different things out there for people to um, have fun with and enjoy. Uh, so I'm very excited Th with those particular activities. There's um, 
different partners um, with that. So Delta Fusion is um, the primary lead for that large, larger collaborative project. And for the kids' activities, we are also partnering with John Acosta from the YMCA, and he's going to be doing face painting, which is pretty awesome. And then um, Alicia Valenzuela, Yasmin Sabor, and um, a bunch of other artists also are going to be bringing pieces as well for um, kind of a small-scale uh, display. Each and every year at the Earth Day Festival, there's always a ton of activities for the kids to do. Lots of art and lots of great things to say, just as Ryan has alluded to. And uh, Ryan has been trying to step up the game of the art activities at Earth Day. And this year, he's got a very special uh, presentation, as he alluded to earlier, which is the scroll. So we're going to have Ryan explain just a little bit more about the scroll and why it's a big draw at this year's Earth Day Festival. And also, you know, Ryan loves art and he loves being a part of the Earth Day Festival and will tell us about how art relates to environmentalism and just uh, a greener earth living and just more of a, uh, a more romanticized version of what art and Earth Day have to do with each other. So the scroll, the scroll actually came from uh, my experience attending the Gap Fistry, which was a national arts activist conference in Machias, Maine from August 16th through the 25th. And um, what I went there uh, for was representing a local nonprofit organization entitled Restore the Delta, which is about protecting um, the largest estuary on the west coast of the Americas, which is right in the backyard of Stockton. So um, this, the experience was very inspiring, and seeing this piece really resonated with me because it spoke about um, countrywide struggles of environmental protection and um, as California goes through the drought and the current controversy surrounding the Delta and the tunnels I found it very empowering and very amazing to see that these struggles are not isolated that um, Stockton is part of a larger um, a larger uh, strength of people you know fighting for what is right and I thought it was really inspiring so that experience definitely um, made me realize the importance of the local within the global, and it's exciting for the for the scroll to be presented um, throughout the day at the Earth Day Festival. So I'm excited this year for sure. But I think that in terms of art playing a part in that is you see this. I think you see this like year after year in the Earth Day Festival is that when people see images, I mean we are largely like a visual. Um, like we're visual people as human beings, I think. Uh, at least I like to think so. And in terms of how art can can change things, I think what I like to come back to is um, my experience seeing people be empowered by being able to to see their expression come to life visually. And and in that, I think that it's it's nice because when you see something you're able to really connect with it and you're really able to to really resonate with the ideas and the energy and the emotion that people put into it. And I think that there's a lot of emotion in artwork because, you know, these are things that aren't can't be said, like through words, can't be said through through things. So it's it's nice to see that that has that impact. And in terms of art playing a part in activism or playing a part in um, getting people to be engaged, I definitely think that is important because like nowadays in our society, like people are, are, maybe I might be going on a tangent or something, but people are are like always on social media. And I feel like connecting to 
to things visually is is really important in our society because nowadays we thrive on images we thrive on on like learning th- different things and being connected especially in our society so i think it's it's super important to to keep that in mind for sure um but you you see a lot of you see a lot of change happen through an image because an image sparks everything whether it's a photograph whether it's a painting whether it's whether it's a, a film that can, it really challenges your mind and it exposes you to perspectives that you never really would receive otherwise. So I think that's, I think it's really important. Seems like yesterday I knew I guess I'll always be that little boy Taken by the Timidly cowering on the other side of the microphone for the first time in forever. We are joined in the Outback studio by a guy who actually owns the place, so I guess we shouldn't butter him up too much. Uh, Matt Beckwith, who is, among other things, the host of the show, right? But uh, a major cog in the Earth Day wheel this year who stepped up and uh, is, by all rights and accounts, running the show. So we are going to talk to Matt. Not as a host of Podcast Doctor today, but as the man in charge of this <laughs> year's Earth Day Festival. So, welcome, well, Matt. Thank you. I, I will say, though, that I'm certainly not running things. That This is my, after um, the last four years being the MC, I did get a, a different role this year, but I'm certainly not running things are... Um, uh, the person that's been leading the charge the last 10 or 12 or 13 years, Susan Morloyko, is still helping me out. This is a very much a transition year. <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. I'm glad to be on this side. It's a little... Yes, welcome to the show, Matt. <laughs> you guys take great, great joy in uh, turning the tables on me. You see the smiles. You can't <laughs> see them because we're podcasting. But, yeah, we definitely... Uh, this is this is the Inquisition, and Matt is on the other side for the change. So, um, all right. So Earth Day Festival, it's uh, it's coming. It's it's almost here, and every year it just seems like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you stepping into this new role, uh, what kind of uh, changes is this for you from going to being the MC to one of the major players in it? Well, you know, I uh, I'll I love reminding people that I only came to the Earth Day Festival. Uh, four years ago because um, Benjamin Saffold had joined the group and um, his first duty was to find an MC. And if he didn't find an MC, they were going to make him do that job. So since he didn't want to do that, he um, asked if I would do it. And I joined then. And then my first action as um, no longer being the MC was to find an MC. So to turn the tables back on you, I hired Hired because, of course, we all get paid for doing right. Earth Day. But I hired Rod to be the MC for this year's um, Earth Day Festival. So that was uh, – it'll be interesting because the last four years I've sat on the 
near the stage uh, most of the time. And when bands are playing, I get out and um, talk to the exhibitors in the booths. But this year it's going to be much different because there's a lot more work that I didn't realize um, to put this event on. But uh, it's very exciting and I uh, still can't believe that it's it's coming up uh, on Sunday. It's 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 here earlier than normal, but it's here. If somehow people have not been out to Earth Day Festival, which is hard to believe, but if somebody hasn't been out there or if they've been there, um, what's new this year? What can people expect when they come to the Earth Festival this year, Matt? Well, um, the um, for people that haven't come out, it is all day long, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's it's free. That's the I think that's one of the biggest draws. It's at Victory Park. There's lots of live music. There's tons of booths with activities. There's great food. Um, so that stuff is stuff that we've done um, the last several years. We're not we're not changing the the, the core um, uh, the core fun. Uh, we have a couple of new things going on this year that uh, I know Ryan uh, had talked about already. We're, Ryan's bringing out a, an art scroll that will be live interactive art a, a few times during the day that um, talks about uh, conservation and environmental issues. And um, also the Restore the Delta is bringing out a mock-up of what the, the um, peripheral tunnels will look like from a size perspective. Because we could read in the newspaper about what the tunnels are and how much water would be um, diverted. But to see the, the, the scale of these, of these tunnels, um, they are, they're bringing a display that will make it evident. It's not 100% life-size. We couldn't make that happen. <laughs> yeah. But it is a large display with... Um, with a, um, a person that, st- or not an actual person, but a display of a person um, inside of it that will show you exactly what's what the size of it is. And that's going to be, um, you know, th- this year's theme, um, Live Water Wise, is, you know, it's it's very much on the forefront of our mind, not just because of the lack of rain we've had this, this season, but also with the, with the tunnels and having a few things out there to, um, to focus attention on what the tunnels might do. Um, it's definitely a new thing this year. So I know that when a lot of people think Earth Day, I mean, obviously their minds go to a place where it's a 60s type of, uh, you know, love the earth and love each other. And it's it's just, I think some people have a misnomer about what Earth Day is really about and what the message is supposed to be and really just what the entire day is. So, um, you know, set those set those uh, mis- misconceptions aside and just tell people that what Earth Day really is about. That's you know, that's a that's a great point, Rod, because uh, this is not the Earth Day of many years ago. We're very proud of our heritage, as, as Chrissy talked about, but we've grown it, um, and we're we're proud of the fact that we've gone mainstream. This is a mainstream event. We get you know near ten thousand people come out to the event every single year. There's fun activities. Um, but at the end of the day, we're still an educational, an environmental education event. We um, still have a no meat event. We don't, we don't allow our food vendors to serve meat. We're teaching people to eat lower on the food chain, and and we hear people ask every every year, you know, what, what's how come I can't get a hot dog? And there's great Earth Day festivals all over the country, and some of them um, have gone commercial where they allow those kinds of things. We don't. We're still we're we're mainstream in the fact that it's fun for everybody. We have local bands, local entertainment, local booths and exhibitors and local food. Um, all the while, we're teaching kids and families things that they can do um, 
to uh, to have less of an impact on the environment. And that's that balance of, of staying um, staying true to our mission, staying true to our cause, and also not not just letting it be a free for all where you know we're gonna we're gonna forget our forget our messaging. You talked a little bit about how you got involved with the event in an MC role, but I'm wondering what what does Earth Day really mean to you? I mean, what what is your environmental connection to this event? Um, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I I came into this cause kicking and screaming. I, I for many years I uh, my a hot button item if I had one throughout my adult life has been recycling. I've I've always been aware and conscious of our impact on landfills and have, have always you know struggled with especially if I've worked in places large large offices that have you know no recycling programs I've usually the one that comes in and starts rattling people's cages about that and that happened before I got involved in with Earth Day but then when I got involved with Earth Day I found out there's all these other things I was doing wrong and um, you know not understanding the um, not understanding the rest of, uh, you know, even with as it relates to water and, and how much, you know, how much water it takes to, for instance, to, to um, there's a great display at the uh, Children's Museum in Stockton that show how much water it takes to make a single, you know, hamburger, you know, those kinds of things. And, and um, so I, I didn't I, I didn't know a lot of this stuff until I got involved in this organization and the, the rest of the Earth Day um, volunteers have kind of prodded me along through the years and said, oh, well, you know. It, you, you know, I don't have to be a, a total, and I would consider myself a, an, an environmentalist because I'm aware and I'm conscious and I, I'm always trying to find ways in our house to do things better. Um, but I, I wasn't that way. I certainly wasn't, uh, nobody would have considered me an environmentalist 10 years ago. So little, and some of the little things, you know, we learn at, uh, at um, you know, that some of our boots will teach people about farming and, and sustainable farming that all of those things are things that I actually learned at going to the festival since I've been involved. Great. So you said that the festival, and obviously it's not just you, but everybody knows that the festival's grown year after year after year. And uh, that type of growth means a whole lot more commitment from a whole lot more uh, individuals. And just talk about the, the team and what it takes to put this festival on. Because like you said earlier, you can't do it alone. But, uh, you know, how, how much more do you need? Well, there, you know, we have a very active group of volunteers um, on the Earth Day Festival Committee. Rod's uh, joined the group this year as MC, but we have, you know, there's almost 20 of us that uh, spend a lot of time starting, you know, sometimes we start as early as September, October, sometimes we start a little bit later in like December, but that give up a lot of our time um, to, uh, to put this together and there's um, I'm going to actually go through the, our whole list of volunteers because every single one of them, um, you know, we couldn't do that without them. But, you know, my predecessor, Susan Moore Loiko and her husband, Bill Loiko, have been doing it for years. Peggy Rawson's been um, a part of this organization for a long time. Connie Bach, Ryan Camaro, uh, Michael Caponio and Julie Wilson, uh, Annette DePauli, Shanna Eller, um, Christy Kelly, Steve Morales, Deborah Phillips, Martin Saltzman, Bray Wickham. Miranda Winters, Dave Qualls, um, John Acosta, and uh, now my wife Dawn um, is helping out as well. And, and that this group of people are uh, an incredible group of people to work with because everybody has their own connections in the community, their own talents, their own interests, and they also keep 
we all keep each other grounded because if there's something that we want to try that's new, we get to, all of us get to sit together and say, is this, is this something new and inventive or is this something that's so new and inventive that it's, it might be compromising what, what our mission is and, and what our, the spirit of our festival is. Um, so this, this group of people, um, you know, they freely give of their time. There's an inside joke in our, in our group that we all, uh, every year we get a raise. I mean, we just keep getting, you know, multiples <laughs> yeah. of zero every single year we get raises and, um, exponential, exponential, Love uh, it. raises every single year. But it's, it's the fact that, you know, we've put this, we put this event together and it runs very smoothly and um, there's no way. And I, re- no matter what my role is in the organization, I have a, a bit part because there's so many other people and so much other work. Um, and not to mention the hundreds of volunteers that come out the day of that actually, um, you know, help pull this event off. So it's, it's, it is a, uh, on a shoestring budget with the help of some, some fantastic sponsors and, um, a, uh, a group of uh, volunteers that uh, keep coming back every year for more. And it seems like every year we get a new one or two people that join in and, and it keeps growing like that. Matt, you talk about uh, putting this event on with just a shoestring budget, and so I'm interested to know how you guys make that happen. Uh, I think you mentioned sponsors. How does how does it come together for you? Well, all of our um, uh, all of our funds come from our sponsors and the nominal uh, booth fees that we charge. And you know, we have the city of Stockton is always a a, a big sponsor. Um, Calwater. Um, California Water Service Company is our title sponsor um, this year, and then we also have um, St. Joseph's Medical Center and Financial Center Credit Union. And clearly, without their support, um, and uh, they've supported us in the past as well. Without their support, there's no way that we could do this event, um, and no way that we could um, award our teacher grants. You know, we're very proud of the fact that we've given uh, 30 teacher grants um, over the last several years, and, and we started the teacher grant program. Um, a number of years ago, um, in fact, it's called the Fran Abbott Teacher Grant Award for uh, a former teacher um, educator in San Juan County that, that um, we, she had done some work with the Earth Day Festival and we want to continue her. She passed away in 2008 and we want to continue um, you know, getting um, her recognized for the work that she did via the, um, the Fran Abbott Teacher Grant Award and this year we gave eight awards, a couple more than we normally do, but we give teachers a $250 um, grant, which $250 may not sound like a lot, but to teachers out there, they can make $250 go a long way. And um, they have we have schools and classes from kindergarten all the way up to high school that are doing environmentally focused projects that, um, that we get to uh, um, give these awards for. And, and certainly there's no way that we'd be able to give these awards year after year without the, the help of our sponsors. Yeah, those sound great. I bet those are really important to those classrooms. Well, you know, $250 can go a long way if you use it the right way. So yeah, yeah, yeah great job. Awesome. Um, all right, so you don't just show up and hang out at Victory Park on the 6th of April, which you can if you want, but um, the good thing about it is that you guys have the day scheduled out pretty nicely for uh, a wide variety of activities and fun to have. So walk us through Earth Day. Well, the day. 
Um, so yoga starts at uh, at ten o'clock in the morning. We start the um, the morning with a relaxing yoga in the middle of the park. Uh, Jody Eatman, who's facilitated yoga for us the last uh, few years, will be out there again this year. So we encourage folks to bring out their mat. And um, if they have, if you've never tried yoga, this is the place to do it. Um, I've heard every year I hear folks that say I've wanted to try it and um, never got around to it, and then they let Earth Day be the first time that they um, that they actually actually do yoga. So definitely start the day with us um, doing yoga out in the center of the park with Jody, um, and then we also do a family fun bike ride, and uh, registration for that will start at ten thirty, and it's a short ride. It's just a mile and a half um, fun ride, and but we always have lots of um, lots of participation with families and kids. Um, out there, we are um, um, looking to give away some uh, some um, prizes and awards for the youngest rider, the oldest rider, uh, the rider that traveled the greatest distance to get there, uh, the most uh, decorated bike, and um, and also uh, the um, an award for a f- the fam uh, the largest family and family that rode in the uh, in, in in the bike ride. And then we have um, we have live music throughout the day. Um, we end the event at four o'clock with a, a drum circle, um, something we've also done the um, last several years. And, and um, this year will be a, a facilitated drum circle um, done by um, Drum, which is the name of the organization that does that event. And um, it's just an, a time for everybody to get together and, and you know a peaceful way to kind of end. Uh, uh, end the event it's always um it's a say a crowd pleaser but everybody likes to get bring something out there if they have a a a drum or even a bucket something that they can bang on um to close the festival um and uh and then during in the middle of the day we will be doing a presentation rod will be doing the presentation (laughs) giving away the uh teacher grant so we'll have uh the teachers that won the uh 2013-2014 teacher grant award um, we'll be getting their um, certificate there at the um, at the event. You talk about, or we can expect that there'll be some other music going on out there, Matt. And music's always a big draw. So, what else can folks look forward to? Yeah, and um, uh, the music is music is great. And every year we we get um, the music gets better. And every year I think that there's no way that the music can get better because we've had some amazing bands through the years. And we pride ourselves on bringing local talent. Um, you know, if this is a, you know, part of being environmentally aware is is, is staying local, right? And not not necessarily staying local, but we're not going to hire a band from Los Angeles to chuck all of their stuff all the way up to Stockton. That that um, would be counterintuitive. Yeah, and every year we get people that ask, so um, we we say, you know, our our default answer is we have plenty of talent here in Stockton. Um, the first the first performance of the day, like we've done the last several years, is um, a great. Um, drum presentation by Kinno Yama Wadaiko. Um, I've not been practicing that, by the way. Just, there you just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Earl Fox brings his students out. It is an it is an amazing exhibit of of uh, taiko drums, and um, Kinno Yama Wadaiko is just you know to me nothing says the 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 official kickoff of Earth Day quite like that. We also have the uh, Delta Knights Blues Band uh, playing. We have um, the Mondays. Which is the favorite band of our show's producer Greg? Nice. Um, and uh, the Mondays will be playing out there, 
and One Charter Ensemble will uh, be performing, as well as Miss Lizzie and her Cadillac Kings, another great local band. Um, we also are bringing back uh, Stock and Pow Wow. They came out last year and had a huge reception, uh, but they'll be doing um, Native American dancing um, and, and uh, performance um, right near the main stage as well. And um, uh, the bands, uh, you know, again, the, the bands that are playing out here are, they're all local. They're all excited to be playing at, you know, at this festival. It's a, it's a great, uh, uh, great audience and, um, and uh, like I said, local music. It's, it's very important for us and uh, to get a um, little bit of variety every year. Oh, that sounds like a great lineup. I wouldn't want to miss that. I'm not going to miss it. I'm not either. <laughs> don't you miss it? Yeah, don't. And if you're out there listening, uh, you know, Victory Park is is uh, it's gotten some bad rap over the last few years with some people being bad. But in Earth Day, it just seems like none of that stuff ever. I mean, you know, knock on any piece of wood, but there's been a very, very great acceptance, and people just sort of go out and they've had a great time. And you've you've been there for the last four years. Is it, people should they be nervous to go out? Uh, no way. It's not, you know, it's a, it's a family fun event. It's packed with people. We don't serve alcohol. Um, so that's important that to helps. us. Uh, no alcohol. And, um, uh, it's, it's been an uneventful, um, event and uneventful from the standpoint, there's nothing, nothing bad that happens. And we have plenty of volunteers out there keeping an eye on things. And we have the, um, peacekeepers out there with us again this year, just to kind of help out with another set of eyes. So. It'll Sounds like a peace, love, and harmony day from to me. Go. And you know, one other thing I forgot to mention: um, we are continuing the um, Passport to Earth program. It's a program we've done the last of uh, we've done. I say last several years, but we've done it at least since I've been here, and I'm sure years before that. Um, Passport Earth is a, a program where kids can get um, like a think of it as a passport, and they go to booths and they they learn information, they get information. And they get their passport signed and they bring it back to the passport uh, booth and they can get um, their thing thrown in there to, to win uh, win fun prizes. I think we have some backpacks stuffed with some cool stuff. Awesome. Uh, we're going to do that a few times again this year. So the Passport to Earth always brings the kids out every year. Kids come out and ask and make sure that we're still doing it. We certainly are still doing it this year. You have to be a certain age to participate in that. Um, can I can I a, do can I get a passport a going? I just want to know. You have to be a kid. You I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> I have to be a kid. Okay. You can get a passport. Right. They just won't give you the prize. Afterwards. Okay, that's all. Yeah, if we pull your name, then we'll. Uh, <laughs> no, I, we'll I don't want to win the prizes. There. I just thought that seemed pretty fun to take that passport yeah. around, and that's great for kids. Yeah, and we've we've changed it up a little bit this year in that we focused which booths are going to talk about which topics as it relates to passports. So it's not just um, a free for all. Before we've had everybody. You know, that had anything to do with water conservation that they could talk to any of them. And now we've kind of, you know, we've broken it up into, you know, water and recycling and farming and the, these categories so that, you know, there's a specific number of, of you know, a small number of booths for each category that um, um, can teach them something and they can sign up on their passport. No way you're going to walk away from that without learning something cool. That's, the, that's the idea. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, we call it, you know, environmental education wrapped under the, the guise of having some fun. So, Well, it's Earth Day. There'll probably be a lot of people riding their bikes to the event to lower their impact on the Earth's uh, footprint or their footprint on the Earth, rather. Where can they keep those bikes? Yeah, and we hope that people ride their bikes to the, to the Earth Day Festival and do the family fun bike ride. 
And then they can take it to our bike corral, which is in the center of the park. It's hosted by the San Joaquin Bike Coalition. And um, they will they have, uh, like they did the last couple of years, there'll be a place where you can bring your bike and um, check it in. And they'll make sure that nobody else uh, checks your bike out except for you. So we encourage you to ride your bike uh, safely <laughs> to to the festival and uh don't worry about where to put it. You don't have to. You don't have to chain it to a tree. You can actually bring it to the uh, San Joaquin Bike Coalition bike corral. Matt, the Earth Day posters the past couple years, and especially this year's, are really great looking. Can you talk a little bit about how those come about, the artwork, the theme? Yeah, we, we, um, we, one of the first things we do um, before we start the planning is come up with a theme, and that uh, sometimes can be the hardest part. And uh, this year, you know, coming up with a theme, Living Water Wise, um, seemed like a no-brainer. And that was even before we realized that we were going to be in this... Um, uh, in the in the drought situation, we assumed it, but but it hadn't yet been declared. But uh, we knew that um, water was is, is an important issue this year, and to to um, bring that to the forefront, we went with that theme, living water wise. And then the second piece, once we've de- once we've determined that as a group, it's then we start with the with the artwork, um, and then with the the website and our website. Another one of our sponsors, uh, Mayako Internet. Um, we couldn't. We couldn't do it without them because they host our website. They design our beautiful website every year, so um, uh, they're they're a, a huge sponsor. And and Steve also sits on our committee. Another uh, um, great volunteer. But our poster is developed by um, um, Rattle and Roll, an, an uh, artist uh, um, Ryan Loiko that does, I mean, just incredible work. And we get so many compliments. Um, the last few years we use him for our posters because he just captures this this image that we've been um, going after and we can we can tell him our theme and, and he understands the spirit of what we're trying to do um, and, and captures that uh, captures that poster and it's great to see these posters everywhere I go in Stockton I see one of these posters and yeah me too I see them around town too they look great yeah and it's great when people ask me um, you know I gotta deliver some posters the last few days to people that want to bring them to their school or to their to where they work, um, give them to their friends, and and their you know hang them up where they go, and it's it's great to to cover these posts to cover the the usual spots with these posters because it's it it is such um it is such a, a great uh, great piece of art. Well, it is uh, April the 6th. It is Earth Day and uh, it is at Victory Park and it will be uh, from 10 to 6 or 10 to 4 rather. And uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. So Matt, again, thank you for being on the other side of the microphone this time. And uh, just one more time, let everybody know why they should be out there hanging out with us. Well, it's a lot of fun and it's free and uh, great entertainment, great uh, education opportunities, lots of fun for kids and families, lots to do. And because we're uh, only a week away, 
uh, I've seen the weather and the forecast says it's not supposed to rain, which is nice after having these last few days of rain. But it's going to be a clear, warm day. Bring a hat, bring some uh, sunscreen and um, uh, come spend the day with us. Where can people find out some more information uh, online about the event? Well, they can visit our website, libgreensanjoaquin.org. They can also find us on Twitter, at Stockton Green. They can find us on Facebook, uh, username Stockton Earth Day, and uh, Instagram, uh, username Stockton Earth Day. And uh, all of our schedule and um, uh, information for that day you can find on there. So cliche Always be that little boy Taken by the wonder that's you Thanks for listening to Podcast Stockton. We'd love to hear your feedback. Call or text us on our listener line at 565-3229. Email us at podcaststockton at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, username Podcast Stockton. Well, we hope you enjoyed the music in today's show, all of which will be performing at the Earth Day Festival. So big thanks go to the Delta Knights Blues Band, Miss Lizzie and her Cadillac Kings and the Mondays who gave us the title track from their upcoming album Love This Life as always if you want to find out more information about what we talked about in today's show you can find the links in the show notes and of course get out to Earth Day April the 6th and if you want to know more about that head over to their website livegreensanwalking.org from everybody on the podcast Stockton crew Matt, Rod, Manny, Greg and myself until next time make it great Stockton Love this love